0: Third, breaking for the plate, the throw, and they got him! No! He called him safe! He called him safe! Unbelievable! Jerry Meals called him safe! The throw beat him by a mile! That is incredible! You've got to be kidding me,
1: Jerry Meals!
0: Good morning, and welcome to episode 267 of Effectively Wild, the daily podcast from Baseball Prospectus. I am Ben Lindberg, joined by Sam Miller. Okay. Hi, uh, hello. Hello. Uh, so this is the Instant Replay edition of the podcast. Uh, we're just going to talk about that one topic. Um, do you have anything to say before we start to talk about that topic? Uh, about
1: Instant Replay or like about life or what?
0: Yeah, life, uh, other uh, I mean, Instant Replay I mean, related baseball topics.
1: I'm eating a cookie (laughs) what kind chocolate chip
0: Ah, always chocolate chip Um, okay is that all
1: Mm mm-hmm all right Banter done
0: (laughs) okay so uh, the replay system do you do you want to summarize what the replay system is for the benefit of people who somehow haven't read about it but are listening to a baseball podcast anyway
1: uh, so as I understand it, uh, each manager can um, can challenge um, up to one play during the first six innings of a game. If his challenge is upheld, then he doesn't lose it. So he could theoretically challenge up to a million during the first six innings of play, mm-hmm. but he can only have one unsuccessful challenge in the first six innings. He gets two challenges from innings seven on. Uh, the uh, challenge will start a process by which the Uh, league's video guy uh, who's in New York somewhere will have the video queued up and can watch the replay from multiple angles and then uh, somehow relay his decision back to the umpires who will overturn or not overturn the play uh, with the exception of home run calls which will continue to be done in the strange archaic way they are done now Mm -hmm. uh, and, and seemingly somewhat unsuccessful way that they're done now which is Interesting as I saw it, it was it is grandfathered in which is weird cuz grandfathering in usually like refers to sort of protecting somebody's rights yeah. and I'm not sure whose right is for, like like so are
0: the umpire's Did you take that like, uh, Did you take that to mean that it will be preserved exactly as is like the umpires have to run into the tunnel and look at their little screen or it's just that the managers don't have to challenge uh, or they can't challenge that it's an umpire It's an umpired decision, but it will still go to the New York office.
1: Well, I would certainly like to, I I would, I am now hoping, hopefully reconsidering and thinking that it is probably
0: the latter. I I hope so, yes. (laughs) Because, yes, I I
1: I was imagining that, I was actually imagining that for every home run challenge... Uh, Angel Hernandez would be called <laughs> would be called in, and then he would run and he would look on. Uh, he would look on his flip phone. That the video would be uploaded to his flip phone, right. and then and then he would come out and insult everybody. Yes.
0: <laughs> he wouldn't
1: even give a ruling. He would just call people names. Right. That's that's gonna be the process, and it's grandfathered in. So what can you do?
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, and so the the reviewable plays are are pretty much everything except balls and strikes. It sounds like and uh, hit by pitches. Whether whether batters were actually hit by them, which MLB says covers eighty nine percent of incorrect calls, now I, which seems uh,
1: see I, I think that I, I I read that slightly differently than you did.
0: Okay. Uh,
1: I read the hit by pitch exception as being an example of an exception, uh-huh. but not not the extent of the exception. Okay. So yeah, there, I found, there are still, yeah, I still
0: details that, that we don't that we don't know. Um,
1: yeah I, I thought that sherholtz was just giving an example of, uh-huh. of why a particular one would be would be uh, would be accepted and so he gave the uh, he gave the hit by pitch example because uh, basically uh, it would create situations where it would be hard to place base runners and that's why uh, mm. that's why they and so I did I didn't think of that as an inclusive list so okay. uh, we don't we don't exactly know and like Dan Brooks asked me if if box would be an exception <laughs> and I, I think just to amuse me, but then I've been thinking about it a lot and uh, Dan's got about a million uh, uh, details that he's thought about and that he shared with me and that I'm going to share with you later. Good but uh, we'll, we'll get to those.
0: Yeah. so and there are still important things it, uh, we don't know like uh, I guess like what happens after the ninth inning. Do you then get new, do you get new reviews? Uh, no,
1: it's a seventh inning on, right? It's the two are for the seventh inning on.
0: So no matter how long the game goes, because I the way I read it was seven through nine, you get two, and one through six, you get one.
1: That's not that's not how I heard it described. Uh, in the I I I just heard most of what I got was reporters relaying things to uh, Bo Porter and Bob Melvin today, and then mm-hmm. asking them about it. Mm-hmm. So. Admittedly, I have somewhat secondhand information. Although I, I th- like, I think one of the guys who was asking him might have been the guy who wrote the MLB.com story. Uh-huh. Uh, so it's not terrible information, but um, yeah, I don't. I, my understanding was that it was it was at, specifically stated to Bo Porter that it was seventh inning. Okay.
0: Yeah, I'm looking at that now. Two, duration of the game. Two challenges beginning in the seventh through the game's duration. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. So, so the first thing I guess to say and and. We will, uh, I'm sure, have some have some issues to take with the system, but but the, I mean, you know, the first thing to mention is probably that this is a huge improvement, right? I mean, this is this is great over uh, compared to what we have had so far. It it could have been could have been worse. Uh, I mean, instant replay took decades to be instituted in any fashion in baseball and then it's been five years since home run replay review was when it was instituted with no no subsequent additions or improvements uh, so to have sounds like uh, the vast majority of, of calls be reviewable as soon as next season is is exciting uh, and I mean think about how many fewer incorrect calls there are going to be that's, well, that's fun. Yeah. That's happy.
1: Ben, I'm sure glad that you said that because the <laughs> the response that I was picking up from like the world today, yes, from from people who have been clamoring for instant replay for so long, was like it just seemed so negative. It was like going, oh, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, they they removed the cancer, but look at there's a scar. <laughs> you know, it, it just it felt so weird how critical everybody was of it. Yeah, and well, I, I was surprised because to me. I mean, you're not going to get it exactly like you want. You're, I mean, unless you are the commissioner, uh, you're not going to... And even if you are the commissioner, I mean, these things, these things involve compromise. And obviously, there's going to be uh, details of the implementation that aren't going to be uh, exactly what you want. But the basic premise of, like, the league finally acknowledging that the goal is to get calls right as much as, you know, more or less, as much as possible, and that this is something that, uh, if you believe Sherholtz, the umpires are now behind which i mean you know a couple years ago the umpires were like so not behind this uh-huh. uh like this was a non-starter basically uh-huh. and that the umpires are behind it i mean melvin and Bo porter were both behind it and uh they claim that i think they claim that managers are behind it or something like that and i mean it, the you know the ass uh, the uh padres the padres uh broadcasted a poll and it was like 78 percent support for it i mean this is like a huge, huge advance over the last five years, yeah. And the the fact that there's like some kind of weird quirks that that I, I agree are kind of quirky and philosophically odd, and that we'll probably talk about mm-hmm. is you know it's something to to note. But you, I mean, you don't. I don't think you should throw out the the, the kind of achievement that this is.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I I guess it's that we we wanted it to be perfect when we finally got it. Uh, we've been waiting a long time and agitating for replay and talking about why it makes sense for so many years that I guess there's, it's natural to maybe be a little disappointed when it shows up and it's not, it's not the ideal system or it doesn't seem quite what you wanted, but it's, it's close. You know, it's, it's, I mean, this is going to, I think, uh, this is going to prevent the the vast majority of of incorrect calls that we have that we have lived with in our entire lives as baseball fans, right? Which is something to to celebrate. Um, I, I think it was uh, Bob Nightingale wrote that that MLB studies showed that uh, there's an average of one blown call every five games or three per night, which seems Low to me I would have guessed that there would be that there would be more like, than that even Counting what would you it,
1: what would you have guessed?
0: uh I I guess I would have, I certainly would have thought one every three games mm-hmm. Probably I yeah, I mean Even counting inconsequential ones that that make no difference to the outcome of the game, which which is most most bone calls uh, I would have thought it would be a little more more common, but but still, uh, this system, even though it's not perfect, if if there's an average of one blown call every five games or three games or whatever it is, uh, even having a finite number of of challenges is still going to cover almost all of those. I mean, you're still gonna you're still gonna have some blown calls. There will still be times when someone has used up all the challenges available and there's an incorrect call. And it does seem sort of silly that that's even a possibility now. But, uh, I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be rare. It's going to be few and far between. I think, I think this should cover most of them.
1: Yeah. I think practically speaking, it should essentially cover, you know, virtually all of them. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, philosophically, Yes. it's it's very odd I mean and, yes. and I think that it probably I think that the league my guess is that the league thinks that by having this sort of challenge system it's actually the somewhat more conservative approach that it kind of like keeps replay from getting out of hand and it's mm-hmm. like sort of a nod to people who think oh it's gonna slow the game down too much how are yeah. you gonna stop it and so they're trying to almost be conservative with this but the having replay is you know sort of philosophically is no change at all from what baseball has always been. I mean baseball has always wanted to get calls right and umpires have always wanted to do the best they could with what was available to them. So having replays is no different than having like contact lenses
0: come mm-hmm. around
1: whenever those came around or you know adding you know adding an extra umpire, you know, to have a better uh, you know to have better coverage or you know whatever the case may be having better lights for goodness sake uh-huh. it's you know it's 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 a pretty it's a pretty simple thing and it fits the um you know the goal that baseball has always had now having the challenge system though mm. is totally totally outside of that because what you're yeah. now saying is that we want to have the calls right almost all the time but not always not always. Sometimes <laughs> right. sometimes we still want to get the call wrong. Yes. Like we wanna we we do wanna have this weird punishment in place where every once in a while an irresponsible manager who doesn't use his challenge judiciously in this kind of weird moralistic system that they've set up is going to be punished. By not getting his call in the ninth inning, and we're just going to laugh at him.
0: Yes, <laughs>
1: that's a really weird thing, and like the way that it introduces strategy into the umpires' decisions. Like how now, the umpire decision is not is not outside of the players and and uh, and managers. It's not the umpires are no longer kind of a neutral third party. The umpires are now officially part of the strategy. How well you use your challenges, basically, how well you maintain your, like, leverage over the umpires is an official part of the strategy. Mm-hmm. feels very weird. And, and like, like you said, and I think, like, you know, like I agree, it will virtually never matter, and it might mm-hmm. never matter. We might go 10 years before we see a bad call, uh, you know, in a significant... Probably not. We'll probably go about 10 days. But <laughs> yes. we, before we see a bad call in a significant situation get uh, not overturned because the team, you know, the manager's out of replays, um, which you know, incidentally, to, to be fair, it would mean no different than it is today. I mean, today that call would not get overturned, and so mm-hmm. uh, you know, many more would be overturned. It would be a generally a greater good, but uh, so functionally, it's not a big difference. But like, sort of, the message baseball is sending is is interesting. It changes the relationship of, of all the players on the field, of yeah. all the people on the field,
0: right? And and the idea that uh, that the challenges are concentrated in the high leverage. Parts of the game seems sort of strange in mm-hmm. in that incorrect calls are presumably fairly evenly distributed throughout the game, uh, yes, and you know can have just as much impact on the outcome in the fourth inning or fifth inning as they could in the eighth. So, uh,
1: well sp- spread out over the course of the season, I'm not sure that the average leverage index in the ninth inning is higher it uh-huh. in, uh, than than the first inning. I mean, spread out over the course of the season, obviously it reaches much higher peaks, Mm -hmm. but there's so many seventh, eighth and ninth innings where the game is settled that I'm not actually sure that this distributes them evenly, even by leverage.
0: Mm -hmm. So that's, uh, that's strange also. Um, but the fact that there are, are three and in practice will be more than three because if you, if you challenge and your, your challenge is upheld, then you retain that challenge, uh, although the early challenge does not carry over until the the, the later inning challenge uh, period. But um, practically, this should should eliminate most calls. So I guess the the reason that people are not content, uh, and the system that I guess we both probably would have liked to see is is just no challenges, uh, just the initiative kind of resting with that league official or that video umpire or whoever it turns out to be in the Mm -hmm. in the secret bunker uh at at bam or wherever it is uh and that that person who is reviewing the calls would would review every call and notify the on-field officials if there were a problem and that would be that and i guess um i mean that seems like the ideal system uh so I, I don't you know it's it's kind of hard to, to tell why why everyone wouldn't think that's the ideal system I, I guess just the fact that it is kind of adventurous and it's an even bigger departure from from the nothing that we have currently um, so here's a
1: here's my theory my theory is that um, That the challenge system is basically people that half the people in the room are going, oh well, this is going to take too long waiting for everybody to review, and then the other half go, no, 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 because we'll get rid of all that time that managers spend arguing. You know, anytime there's a there's a disputed call, instead of having the manager come out and you know kick the water cooler around for three minutes, he'll just come out, he'll do the 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 thing, and then and so if you had if you had uh, you know. Faceless bureaucratic drone in Manhattan doing all these things, kind of out of sight, and then radioing in when he needs to to change a call. Uh, the manager would not have that kind of sense of agency in the situation, mm-hmm. and so by by having the challenge, that's what keeps the manager arguments from happening. Which, incidentally, like, do you realize this means no more manager arguments? Like, there will be a few, but. Right. Like this is you'll a huge... get,
0: right? You still you'll get, get a, your, your get balls a, and strikes you'll, you'll, arguments, and uh... yeah,
1: yeah, they'll show up occasionally, but it's going to be so much harder for managers to go get themselves rung up. And mm-hmm. uh, I mean, yeah, if you're a traditionalist, I can see that being the kind of thing that you would be emotionally attached to as much as anything. Um, but uh, yeah, so like, like in the situation that you're describing, the ideal situation, uh, how would they know to stop play? And wait for the
0: guy. It would be kind of kind of an awkward uh, implementation. I mean, you'd have to just it, have the the crew chief. You'd have to have something in his ear, and and then he would just all of a sudden <laughs> stop play. I guess but when then, he hears well, the think voice. How,
1: But think how much pressure is on that guy in the office, though. Now is he going to review every aspect of every play? Um, and you know, like it, it seems to me that he could be. If if I had to be that guy, and it was all my responsibility, and I were in charge of of making sure there were no missed calls, and there was nobody challenging plays, Mm -hmm. I would feel like I would want to watch almost every play, I think. Mm -hmm. Well, not almost every play, but I would want to watch way too many plays, and I would want to watch them from way too many angles. The burden... I think would be too much for that guy. So I actually don't particularly mind that something has to instigate it. It wouldn't be one
0: one person at that point. I mean, you'd have, you'd have, and this would be an extra expense, but you'd have to have people assigned to, to every game probably. Um,
1: Well, yeah, but I mean, even one person per game would, that would be a, a, I would think that would be a a lot of a, you know, that'd be a tremendous burden for me, especially if, you know, if you I feel like if you're we're reviewing...
0: I feel like we're all of, we're we are already those people when we watch a baseball game, right? We we see replays of everything, certainly every okay, but, every controversial re- play.
1: But you remember that play where uh, earlier this year where there was a double play, like it was like a 3-6-3 three, three double play and the pitcher ran over to cover first but like the oh, first yes. baseman got back to the bag. and so then the throw comes in like to to first base to get mm-hmm. the second out. And it's a little wild, and the pitcher catches the ball, <laughs> yes. and he's not on the bag.
0: Justin and Grimm, he, I think it was.
1: Yeah, and so the umpire thought didn't just didn't pick that up because he wasn't mm-hmm. looking at the mitt. He thought the first baseman caught the ball, and nobody picked this up. Like it was, I don't as I recall, I don't think that the broadcasters picked it up immediately, and so like it's just this thing where you're not looking for it. There can be missed calls, all sorts of places where you're not looking for them. So. I, I mean, you know, maybe I'm imagining the worst case scenario, but if if I were the guy whose responsibility it was, sole responsibility it was to keep any bad calls from happening, I would just be completely paranoid about missing some detail like that, and I would want to rewatch everything. I mean, I would be I'd be awful it, at it.
0: Isn't that already how umpires feel or should feel? I mean, that's that's if I were an on-field umpire, I would feel that way. I'd be sure, but if you constantly. had the
1: uh, yeah, if you had the ability to stop play and rewatch every play twice, though, mm-hmm. then then uh, that's what I'm saying is that you might feel the respons- you might feel the pressure to stop play too often, uh-huh. and so you'd be stopping play constantly. That's all I'm saying is that you need something to initiate the review because you can't review every play. I just don't think that they can review every single play.
0: Well, I, I guess I mean if if you were going to do that in a sport. I- Baseball would be the one to do it probably because there is so much time between events uh, And it's just a series of discrete events with in between You know people scratching themselves and spitting for 30 seconds Mm -hmm. or so So there yeah, I mean generally when you're watching a, a broadcast you if there's any kind of controversial call You see that play Probably twice before another pitch is thrown generally i mean yeah okay yeah you might be right fair enough so i don't know i feel like you probably right it would be kind of difficult to implement i mean there it, it would be strange i feel like for the players to kind of always be in this suspense about whether play was about to be stopped or something was about to be overturned uh, like by someone they can't see who's hundreds of miles away um, It seems like that would be kind of a strange way to be playing Never knowing whether anything that just happened will actually stand But I guess that's sort of the way things are now Except that, uh, or will be Except that you'll see a, an umpire charge out at the dugout uh, Or, you know, walk out of the dugout And politely request a review Um
1: all right, so can I share some of Dan Brooks's uh, 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 imagined issues with this or sure. I guess details that will need to be resolved that uh-huh. I imagine a lot of people aren't thinking about and maybe MLB isn't thinking about, but Dan is thinking about. So we're not going to resolve them. I'm just going, they're amusing and they're interesting and they'll make you think for a bit. So, There's one right, so, I
0: was thinking of. Can I, in case it's one that he thought of, can I say my thing? Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: you just need to get credit for everything, don't
0: you, Ben? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Isn't... I mean, having... It seems like some clubhouses are close enough to the dugout that you could shout from from one to the other or set up some kind of relay system uh, and tell the manager when he should review. Does it seem mm-hmm. like that would be plausible? Like, a, you could kind of have just some clubby or something in there watching the replay and... If it's something that the manager should review, he could shout to some other guy, and then that guy could shout to the manager, uh, and he would know that he had a good case before he did it. You'd have to you'd have to do that before play started again, but that seems plausible to me.
1: Yeah, well, and you could yeah you certainly you and you you could probably I mean if you wanted to you could use a visit to the mound to stall uh-huh. until you find out yeah there's 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 parks where you can you know if you had a pair of binoculars which are they allowed? you you can have binoculars if you're in the dugout, can't you?
0: Uh, I don't know of any prohibition except for having technology stuff in there.
1: Yeah, it can't be electronic, but yeah. yeah so there's there's parks where if you had a decent pair of binoculars, you could see the the press box TVs from the dugout. Often, you uh, can,
0: you can judge from the crowd reaction. From
1: the crowd, yeah, because so. they like uh the Diamond Club. Yeah. You know, there's always TVs the in the Diamond Club and,
0: and everything. Yeah.
1: Exactly. So yeah, there's all sorts of ways in which the managers would see the replay probably in time to, uh, to, but who cares? That seems good. We don't want to limit replay, uh, uh requests. We actually want to encourage them. They should let the manager see it.
0: Uh, there, there should
1: be a, there should actually be a TV in the dugout. I mean, that's the point of it. After all, we don't want to restrict successful challenges. We want to restrict unsuccessful challenges. We ideally, I mean, and the rules sort of, Basically get to this ideally managers would get every successful challenge made and they would never make an unsuccessful one Because that's what the old-school guys are worried about is a whole bunch of wasted challenges So sure let them just let them have the TV
0: <laughs> and there is a line in the nightingale story about how umpires uh, are in favor of the system because they like the idea that if there's a blown call a, a manager will be blamed for misusing his challenges uh, and then, and then the the manager will be berated for making a bad call instead of the umpires. For once, <laughs> apparently, that's something that they're excited about.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, everybody in baseball is awful, even <laughs> from the umpires on up. All right. Uh, okay, so Dan's issues. Okay. All right. So say you haven't had time to get your pitcher warm in the eighth inning. There's a rally, and you haven't had time to get your pitcher warm. Mm -hmm. Could could you just have your infielders just randomly throw the ball around for a little while and then say, oh, we tagged that guy? (laughs) And when they go, no, you didn't, go, we challenge. (laughs) And they have to go run a challenge. Mm
0: -hmm. They have
1: to go run the replay to make sure that you didn't tag the guy. And you, you get your extra two minutes.
0: I don't see why not
1: seems reasonable mm-hmm. be a farce but it seems reasonable yep uh, uh, okay uh, second base force outs this is a very good one the neighborhood play what yeah. happens to the neighborhood yeah play?
0: I think Gary Cohen mentioned this on the, the broadcast today I that's... I mean
1: it, it, it either gets caught co- it either has to get codified or it goes away mm-hmm. because you can't have you can't have umpires pretending not to see that if there's replays. Mm-hmm. And I was, I mean, I, I was telling Dan, I thought, you know, my first thought was, well, probably a lot of unwritten rules would kind of develop about when you don't use this, but that only works until it's a, a really do or die situation and some manager says, well, the game's on the line, we're totally using it. Mm-hmm. So the neighborhood play might be, which isn't, I mean, I guess a lot of people hate the neighborhood play. Mm-hmm. I, cer- I certainly hate it when I'm watching it, but, yes. you know, this. Protects a lot of knees, Mm -hmm. and it probably doesn't. You know, it's probably a greater good for the game to have legs not being broken um, as much as possible. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's it's possible that this kills the neighborhood play, which then in turn kills the hard slide. This might be the end of the hard slide. This is why traditionalists uh, are worried about the slippery slope. And Mm -hmm. and if you don't have a hard slide, then you don't have. you don't have grit. You lose <laughs> grit altogether. There's no more grit in baseball.
0: Yeah. or yeah. You're right. This could. We
1: might be seeing the last generation of grit.
0: <laughs> yes. There are right. un- unforeseen consequences to every every decision.
1: Okay. Uh, so, the ball, a uh, throw to first base, you know, force out ground ball to shortstop, throw to first base. Does it? Uh, does the ball? uh have to be just within the glove does it have to be does it have to have reached the back of his glove and what happens when it rattles around a little bit in his glove, which it doesn't. So Dan, Dan says it's like in the NFL. He says the NFL now has approximately 89,000 definitions for catch because when you look anything at anything down to frame-by-frame HD video, nothing looks like a catch. The catchiest catches in the world are not catches at one, 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 one frame video. Mm-hmm. The ball appears to move and slide and all sorts of weird stuff. So... Is the guy at first safe if it's bouncing from the back pocket of the glove into the webbing, which happens on every catch? When does it count as a catch? This is a thing that probably isn't codified and will now have to be codified or something, right?
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I don't know. Maybe when – I guess when the, the ball disappears inside the glove, it's a catch or – I mean, I don't know. when it, If it hits the back – if it hits the if it hits the glove and is just kind of bouncing around in there, and it's not dropped, it seems I don't know. That seems like a catch to me, but
1: um, yeah. So uh, uh, okay, uh, in football, when you challenge a play, you challenge the entire play. Every aspect of the play is reviewed. There's usually one obvious point or issue, but sometimes there are complex scoring decisions. So Dan asked, does every aspect of every play get reviewed? So basically, my example, um, to see if I understood what he was saying, is, like, say um, you, uh, there's a tag on a stolen base at second, but in reviewing this tag at second base, which the, the dispute is the guy was called safe and he should have been out or vice versa, but if the umpire notices the batter interfered on the throw, mm-hmm. does that, can that, is that part of the review? If the pitch was foul-tipped, is that part of the review? If the pitcher balked if the pitcher didn't come to a complete set before the pitch mm-hmm. why wouldn't that be part of the review is that part of a review could you be reviewing the tag and end up calling a balk i would guess that
0: they would i would guess that they'd say that the manager would have to specify what what call exactly he is disputing and and that that would be the only thing reviewed but i think so yeah that that's what i would guess
1: well, it'll be interesting to see. I'm mm-hmm. um, I'm happy enough though.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, All right. We should have just had had Dan on.
1: I thought about it. <laughs> I thought about it, but you know how I feel about about uh, uh, wasting favors on this podcast. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, <laughs> I like to
1: save my favors.
0: Please, we're doing guests' favors when we invite them on. Uh, yeah, Dan. And there's, I, and there's also I guess some some weird scenarios with runners and having to put them back into places. Um, like, uh, Neil, Neil DeMoss posted earlier uh, tonight a hypothetical scenario. There are runners on first and third, no outs, a fly ball to the right fielder who dives for it and is ruled to have not made the catch. The runner on third scores. The runner on first, who was three-quarters of the way to second base, tries for third and is thrown out. The fielding team manager appeals the ruling, the video says the right fielder made the catch. Now, where do you put the runners? Uh,
1: yeah, I mean, so basically the thing about that that, that doesn't worry me is you're essentially giving them the umpires 1% discretion after taking away like 98% of their discretion. I mean, it seems to me like a pretty okay trade off <laughs> that once in a while an umpire gets to actually do something uh, on their own. So it doesn't bother me. I mean, that's pretty common sense stuff.
0: hmm well, uh, we'll see. We, we're treating this as if it is set in stone, and it's not really. Uh, are
1: you saying that they are still <laughs> have an opportunity to review this?
0: Yes. Uh, <laughs> I have I've already seen several headlines that made use of, of that construction, so uh, sorry. But uh, this this has to be approved by the umpires and the players, which apparently is something that will or won't happen in November. Um so I wonder whether putting it out there now is is intended to put pressure on those parties to to pass it, uh, which I think is something I saw some player quoted saying something like that. Maybe Latroy Hawkins saying that uh, that he sort of resented it if if that was the goal here. Um, but I, I guess the the onus is kind of on the umpires and the players because uh, it wouldn't probably wouldn't be the best thing from a PR perspective for the umpires not to pass this thing because um, they're not they've never been the most popular people in the world because of the job that they do uh so okay so I guess we're done talking about it and the takeaway is that we are we are moderately happy about this uh, not not
1: moderately we're, we're very happy, happy about, about this we're we're, we're, we're virtually not, unreservedly happy we're not a
0: hundred percent satisfied
1: but we have, I would say that we have, uh, you know, I, I think it's fair to say that we have no reservations.
0: Well. Um, we have,
1: there are, there are details that we would have done differently, but yes. I think, I, 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 I at least would like to say that I have no reservations. I think that it's uh, It's well done, and I I realized today while I was driving that I have become old. <laughs> and the reason I know that I've become old is it's, it's like four years since I've been mad at Bud Seeley. <laughs> I, I pretty much just nod and go, oh, he's good for the game.
0: <laughs> Yeah, uh, I, I almost I almost enjoyed his he made a little uh, poke fun at himself and said that he took his usual slow process to come to this decision. And I was almost almost fond of old slow <laughs> deliberate Mr. Seelig.
1: But slow leg.
0: Yeah. Uh, okay, so that is the end of the week. Uh, the usual end-of-the-week spiel, you can email us at podcast at baseballperspectus.com to send us questions for next week's email show. Uh, you can join our Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash wild, And you can rate and review us on iTunes, as many of you have, and we appreciate everyone. Uh, so have a wonderful weekend, and we will be back on Monday.